we're back on the Super Syntex Podcast 2022. So that's what I'm calling it. Uh, Chad always had about 18 different names for our high school football podcast, but I'm going with the quality brand name that you know, Super Syntex. That's a trib brand name. So uh, I'm here with Chad Conine. I think I always called it the Super Syntex Friday Night Lights, not quite ready for primetime players, high school football podcast. Yes, it was quite a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm uh, streamlining. Uh, and then also with us is DJ Ramirez, uh, who joined the trip a few months ago and covering high school football for us and uh, excited to have DJ with us. Welcome aboard. I mean, technically, I was already on board, wasn't I? For like- yeah. yeah, you were. <laughs> so, DJ, uh, when she was back at work, uh, going to Baylor, um, helped us with high school football. Felt like five years. I guess it was four, right? Yeah. Yeah, because last year I was I was at the Big 12, so. Right. So, but see, this podcast is a whole different ride, so, you know. Yeah, oh, my gosh. The wheels are already off. Uh, <laughs> let's talk some high school football. So you guys both were um, at games last week. I was at a game last week. Um, you know, we've got a week in the book. What is just your biggest takeaway from week one from a Central Texas perspective? I mean, who, maybe what player, what team kind of impressed you the most? You know, I felt like it was kind of a soft opening last week. Uh, There wasn't quite as much hoopla and chatter on Twitter as I feel like there is, uh, you know, sometimes. And and because I was covering my game and scrounging around for info to, you know, see what else was going on Friday night. And there wasn't a whole lot, you know, just popping out there. But one thing, and I told you guys when I made my picks, I forgot about this, but, uh, you know, uh, the Cash McCollum is that the quarterback at China Springs name? Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten that he came over from Wimberley in the spring and that he was like a big time QB and he obviously, you know, showed up big on Friday night. Yeah, that's on you, really. I mean, for not mm-hmm. doing your homework. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> DJ, what'd you think? Well, I mean, yeah, that I was at that China Spring Marina game and it was uh it was a great game um obviously started off a little slow and um but yeah cash mccollum was really impressive tristan x line just made some fantastic plays like that was that was someone i wasn't really familiar with um you know coming in not doing high school football for a year but um yeah like i mean china spring has always been good as far as i know that i've been here so that was uh that was a really good game. I was impressed by Jackson Generals, Lorena's quarterback, and that his accuracy in his throws was actually just a little bit better than Cash McCollum's. And, and that's not to say that, you know, one's better than the other, but um, I think, you know, China Spring is getting a little used to having somebody that can throw mm. as opposed to Lorena, who's had Jackson there. Well, and Major Bowden was such a runner for them last year, you know, and, and throughout his career. He just made the plays he had to with his arm. 
Yeah, yeah. well, and Jackson Generals is new uh, for Lorena as a, as a starting quarterback. They had Ryan Abel last year as their as their state winning quarterback. Jackson Generals is just a good quarterback name. I mean, you know, I mean, what's a better quarterback name, Jackson Generals or Major Bowden? Those those are both pretty good. You got it right. right? But yeah. would, wouldn't the general outrank the major? No, I think the major. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of sergeant. <laughs> yep. Come on. I mean, this is where you get your military uh, history here on our podcast. Yeah, uh, military rank. Anyway, anyway, I won't derail us on that one. Yes. So, DJ, you basically you liked the way Lorena looked, even in a loss. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, there were a few times where, and I talked I actually talked to Ray Biles right before we hopped on. But, mm-hmm. uh, there, there was just a few times where they weren't making tackles and, um, you know, offensively they they uh, they had to get a little bit better up front, but, um, you know, I think that's just going to come with time and, and getting, you know, it's a new year. Sure. They're state champions, but they're still getting used to a few things. So, um, yeah, I think that it's just going to come with, with time and, and, you know, getting those little small things fixed up and executed. Um, but, you know, on the other side, China Spring had a really experienced defense mm. coming back. And, you know, they had a few things that they had to work on. Um, I actually saw Cash McCollum get hit a few times and talking to uh, Tyler Beatty yesterday. No said that that was something that they wanted to work on in the O-line, making sure that they're protecting the quarterback a little bit more. Uh, but for an opening night game, which I feel like everybody was hyped up about this game just because it was state champion against state champion. Um, but it kind of lived up to the hype. Um, China Spring was just a little bit better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, in a class up, too. I mean, I think obviously that, that helps. Uh, so after week one, We've got 13 teams in Central Texas uh, ranked in the state poll. Um, those being Temple in 6A, uh, the aforementioned China Spring, and then, of course, La Vega in 4A D1. We got Lorena and West in 3A D1, which we'll get to them. But uh, Crawford and Marlin in 2A. We got Abbott and Jonesboro and Oglesby all in 1A. Uh, Abbott and Jonesboro are in 1AD1. Oglesby is in 1AD2. And then down in our private six-man uh, ranks, we have Live Oak, who, of course, won a state championship last year. So of the Central Texas teams that aren't ranked, not among that group that I just listed, which do you think has the potential to make – the deepest playoff run when that rolls around? Gosh, that's a tough question. Um, I'm, you know, I don't you look throw at softballs one. here, man. You gotta- I know, I know. And, and maybe I should have done my homework better on this too, but I, I'm, I'm slacking off these days. Uh, you know, you look at Connolly's result the other night in year two at Terry Garrick, and you think, okay, you know, and they got a great quarterback too in Jelani McDonald. Could that be – you know, they had such a fantastic year in, um, was it 2019 that they went 10 and 0 in the regular season? That feels right. It wasn't the, it wasn't the screwed up pandemic year. Cause they don't need, not everybody even played 10 games that year. Right. Uh, but 
gosh, I mean, is, is that where the bar is set for that team, you know? Yeah, I mean, so I will uh, – true confession here. When I wrote this question, I had Conley in mind. <laughs> ah, you should have answered it first then. You should have you should have said that up front. I mean, and, uh, DJ, if that's your answer, feel free to piggyback on it. But, uh, I mean – It's like uh, it's like the dating game, you know. Like, I turned my card over and it's the same thing you had, right? Well, sure. <laughs> so, DJ, what do you think? I mean, uh, Conley's very good for sure. I remember, I think the last high school football game I covered before I um, joined you in the newsroom back in, it was the fall of 2020 because I graduated in 21. But um, yeah, it's, uh, they, they were, they were pretty good back then. Not great just because it was a tough year, but um, yeah, I I think Conley's got a shot for sure. Yeah. So obviously uh, and a team you're writing about this week, uh, you went out and talked to Terry Garrick and and the cadets, but um, loaded with D one talent, first of all. So that's a pretty good start. (laughs) Jelani McDonald uh, committed to Oklahoma state. Now, not as a quarterback, but as a DB, <clears throat> and then you got uh, Kobe Black, who Kobe's just a great all-around athlete. He was our Super Syntex basketball newcomer of the year a few years ago. Uh, he's a junior now, highly recruited. Of course, his brother uh, is uh, at, what, Oklahoma State as well, I believe. And then Jamari Wiggins is another one that's being, you know, recruited pretty well. They've got the talent, I think. It's time for Conley to put it together. They were four and six, four and seven, something like that last year. Um, you know, I think they are expecting a lot more this year. And I would kind of be surprised if Conley doesn't win at least 10 games. And I haven't looked ahead at, you know, how the bracket might fall come the playoffs. I haven't done that research, but uh, I, I do think they have the potential to to be a team, you know, that goes deep, you know, in the playoffs. I'll uh, throw one out there for you. This may not be a playoff run team, but this might be kind of our, uh, maybe our. um, Jinx Tucker. Well, gosh, I, I hate to start talking about Jinx Tucker on August 31st, you know, it's it's, it's, It's it's way too early. I was about to say Jinx Tucker and you beat me to it, but look out for the Robinson Rockets. You know, I mean, it's like, you see a team celebrate so much with its fans and its band on a Friday night. And, and it's been a while since they've been real relevant early in the Tommy Allison era, probably. Um, but they were excited and uh, they had some different guys making plays. I mean, they, and they were going, you know, two division. No, they were going one division. No, they were, they were going two divisions up against university um, and university. Uh, they showed enough, punch to actually you know take over the game if Robinson hadn't stood up and, and held on to it so I don't know that I'm saying Jinx Tucker I don't know that I'm saying deep playoff run but that's one to watch because they got a little bit of momentum behind them now and I'm trying to remember uh that 4AD2 district that Robinson is in with with Conley and Gainesville mm-hmm. is that a five-team district uh, I can check Franklin, that for you real quick. Franklin. 
That's, I'd um, like to know, I would like to know that I was the only one that picked Robinson to win this week. Nice. We both picked university. Yeah. Yes, you did. And was, sure, I picked it because y'all picked university, but like, I, fe- I felt like they, they, they were really hungry for a win. And I mean, so was university, but like mm-hmm. Robinson just really needed a win, especially to start off with a new coach and, um, you know, they, they've been really optimistic. I feel like all summer that I've talked to them, they've sounded really hopeful and, um, and really ready to get at it. So, yeah, that is a five team district. Yeah. Right? To answer that question, it is a five team district. It's, uh, I think every team in the district won last week. So it's 11, four, a D two and Conley and Salado, of course, are at the top of that district. I mean, that's pretty clear, but after that you have Madisonville, Gatesville and and Robinson. Well, I heard Madisonville looks really good last <clears throat> week. Well, but see, all Robinson really has to do is beat one of them. Beat one of them, and you're mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Would that be huge in Mike Ludlow's first season? Absolutely. I mean, um, that would you know for a team coming off a three and seven year, um, that would be a big step. So yeah, let's keep an eye on the Rockets. We'll see. Um, I I would certainly pump the brakes on any deep playoff run talk, but um, yeah. two of the state ranked teams that we talked about earlier, Lorena and West Lorena's ranked fifth. Um, and really to me, that seems like a little low, but it's, I mean, I guess based on the fact that they have a loss already uh, against a very good China spring team. Um, and then you got West at number nine. <clears throat> they meet this Friday, top 10 matchup in West. This was a game that a lot of fans locally here wanted to see last year. It could have only happened. This one. Yeah, it could have only happened in the state championship game based on the way the bracket fell. Uh, and, of course, it didn't come to pass. West made a great run but got beat. <clears throat> Wasn't it Mount Vernon that knocked him out, Chad? I, I want to say that might be right. Uh, so, DJ, you're writing about this matchup in uh, tomorrow's paper as we record the podcast today. It'll be online uh, <clears throat> later today on Wednesday. Um, now that it's here, now that this highly anticipated game is here, how do you guys see it playing out? Uh, well, you're, you're right. They did lose to Mount Vernon uh, last year in the playoffs. And uh, I, like I said, I really wanted to see this game last year. They, both of them, they were really similar. Um, and just a lot of names that popped on both sides. And I think they're still <clears throat> kind of similar. I mean, uh, TJ McCutcheon had a good night the other night. and But, uh, you know, Lorena's got guys that are capable of of, uh, you know, putting up a big night too. I don't know, you know, they were playing a China spring defense, which like DJ mentioned was an experienced defense coming back. Uh, if I weren't going to Rattler stadium on Friday night, I'd be real jealous of DJ for getting to cover this one. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm, because I'm, I'm going to Connelly La Vega. John's John's going to West. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, well, yeah. so, <laughs> about so DJ saw Lorena last week and she was like, you know, I'm going to shake it up, go see some different. Okay. Teams. Okay, well, I guess I'm I'm jealous of Johnny then a little bit, but um, yeah, and and you know what? Because it's 
early in the season. And so you discovered what teams have. And I think it's going to be a real night of discovery out in West because, you know, Lorena, like you said, Jackson Generals played well, uh, but they're still, I mean, they lost a lot of leadership, Lorena did. And, and when you play China Spring and West and La Vega in non-district, um, <laughs> you need leadership to come to the forefront. Mm. So will that happen for them? And I feel like Wes maybe has more of that back. They've got their two guys that alternated at quarterback uh, or still their two guys alternating at quarterback. So maybe that gives them a little bit of an advantage there. What do you think, DJ? Yeah, I feel like Wes does have a little bit of an edge coming off a win. Um, I And they're at home. And those are, you know, like you said, those – those two communities really wanted to see this game. I think, you know, at the China Spring game, it was at China Spring mm-hmm. and it was packed. Like I couldn't even sit in the press box. I was, mm-hmm. I couldn't even sit in the stands. I was standing in front of the press box mm-hmm. for most of the game, trying to take notes, trying to tweet at the same time. Yikes. Um, but yeah, like it was, there was nowhere to sit. There was nowhere to park. And I got there early so I, I kind of see a similar thing happen out in West. I feel like uh, home field advantage is going to play a big part in that game as well. Well, so. you, you guys mentioned it. I mean, obviously, uh, Ray Biles certainly not afraid to test his team in non-district. And I think those kind of things, uh, you know, play, play big as the season progresses. Last year <clears> – <throat> um, Lorena started the year 0 and 2. They uh, they lost to China Spring. They lost to Franklin. Both of those teams ended up winning state championships, and they were both one possession losses, I think. And Lorena won the next 14 games mm-hmm. and won a state championship itself. Um, you know, Ray Biles isn't worried about non-district losses. He's you know he wants to test his team. This is going to be a great test. Uh, Chad, you mentioned the similarities between the programs. I think that's a great point, even boiling down to the school colors. I mean, we're talking about red and black versus red and black here. Um, it's it's going to be a fun one. Uh, you know, who am I going to pick? I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it a little more. But um, but it's going to be a it's going to be a fun game. I mean, T.J. McCutcheon is a great player for West. Um, you know, Lorena has some studs in like Jaden Porter and Joe Gutshaw. Gutshaw was, of course, our defensive player of the year last year. He's a beast. So, you know, it, it'll be a lot of fun. And as DJ said, I think it'll be jam-packed, standing room only. Hopefully John uh, lets David Woodard know that he's coming. <laughs> uh, and, you know, get a spot in the press box. Um, so... Finally, Chad, you mentioned it, uh, but you are headed to Odessa this week. Uh, you're going to cover the Midway Panthers. Ah, there you go. A little Friday Night Lights. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, that's an iconic high school football destination made famous by Friday Night Lights, that book by Buzz Bissinger, and, of course, the movie of the same name. Uh, I don't think... I only watched a very little bit of the TV show, but I don't think 
the TV show had anything to do with Perm. Well, it wasn't even set in Odessa. It was like some made up town, right? Yeah, West Dillon, Canaan. Right. No, West Canaan is, is uh varsity blues, right? Uh, yeah. I think it was Dylan, right? The Dylan Panthers, maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. um, yeah, I just checked the copyright in this book and my edition is 1991. And I'm not sure when exactly I read it, but I know I was in junior high when I read Friday night lights. And so even though, even though I went to Texas Tech and covered high school football out there for three years, um, I never went to Ratliff Stadium. This will be my first time going there and uh, really excited about it. Um, you know, uh, Friday Night Lights wanted, made me want to write uh, a book, you know, and, and I ended up writing Republic of Football, which was kind of my answer to Friday Night Lights, I guess, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to me, uh, one of the first books I can remember that, like, took you behind the scenes was uh, a book called a season on the brink. It was written in the eighties by John Feinstein. He, he was behind the scenes with the Indiana Hoosiers basketball team, but Mm -hmm. shortly thereafter I read Friday night lights and I was like, dude, you know, Texas Mm -hmm. high school football, this is what it's all about. You know, I mean, it was just well-written, well-researched. I thought Buzz Bissinger did a great job of, um, of bringing the characters to life as real people. I mean, obviously they were real people. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, we went off on a little tangent there, but um, my question to you guys is, you know, with Ratliff stadium sort of in mind as a, as this iconic destination um, got me to thinking about like bucket list sports places so where would that be for you personally? It does not have to be high school football related. Uh, you know, where would you most want to go? Go ahead, DJ. I have a few. I can't really just pick one. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, obviously, y'all know I'm obsessed with baseball. Sure. So, uh, if I could go back in time and go to Rosenblatt, and watch the College World Series at Rosenblatt, that'd be a dream. Um, Chad, didn't you go to Rosenblatt? No, it was at uh, the New Park Okay. by the time I went. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, but definitely Omaha. Um, MLB-wise, I'd love to go to Fenway at some point. Mm. Um, I've only ever been to Minute Maid and Globe Life. So. Uh, my dad Wrigley. trains racehorses, so, huh? Wrigley. Yeah, I would oh, yeah, I would also Wrigley. chime in Wrigley. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, my dad trains racehorses, so Churchill Downs. Um mm. we've never had a horse run well enough to make it to the Derby. <laughs> that but would be tough, yeah. Well, that would be really cool. Going to Churchill Downs for the Derby because you had a horse running in it. That would be yeah. something. Um and then recently I've gotten into motorsport because some of my best friends are really big motorsport fans. I'm mostly watching F1 right now. Um, going to an actual Grand Prix would be impossible because the tickets are like $5,000, $10,000. Um, but uh, maybe at some point going to like the Monaco Grand Prix or Monza, and those are both in Europe, so it'd be expensive but um yeah I, I don't know that'd be a really cool experience just being at an f1 race like right there the car's going 2,000 miles an hour um on some really good tracks so some really historic tracks as well um i think that that'd be really fun 
Awesome. Good answers. Chad? Well, you know, Rattler Stadium is up there. That's a cool one. I'm, I'm definitely not under, under, uh, underrating that experience. But, um, you know, the Rose Bowl is always one. And, in fact, when they talked about, uh, you know, Big 12, Pac-12 mergers before, you know, before UCLA and U- USC uh, decided to split, um, I thought, you know, that would be cool to go to L.A., and go to a game in the Rose Bowl uh, to see Texas Tech play there. You know, I don't know that Texas Tech will ever qualify to play in the Rose Bowl game. So, you know, that's – but that would be fun. Um, uh, also, uh, speaking of Europe, maybe Wembley Stadium, going to a, a soccer game in Wembley. And then um, stateside, you know, Bush Stadium has kind of started to creep up on my list. I feel like maybe it's the next one behind Fenway and Wrigley in terms – or Yankee Stadium, too. Mm. I, I'm kicking myself for not going to the old Yankee Stadium. So those are a few of mine. Those are good ones. Uh, Bush Stadium certainly known for just rabid, rabid baseball fans. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I have a couple of really good friends who are Cardinal fans – and I can vouch for that, that they're uh, insane. Um, <laughs> so my own uh, answers to this. Uh, so part of it would be um, the the game as much as the destination. Um, so I have covered a national championship football game. Uh, that was at Jerry World. That was the year Ohio State won. Um uh, I've covered a couple of national championship basketball games, both men and women, but, but like two men's, uh, UConn, uh, one with Kemba Walker. I covered that one at Jerry world. And then, um, of course, Baylor. Um, but I, I haven't been to the world series. I haven't been to the NBA finals or the super bowl. Those would be like bucket list things, I think. Um, and I, I've wanted to go to the world series just as a fan. Um, and again, as DJ mentioned, a tough ticket to get price wise. Um, but certainly those would be up there. And then uh, I have personally, I've been, I've been a lot of cool places and um, DJ, I would certainly recommend Wrigley as a baseball destination, but I've never been to New York city and I want to go to MSG. I want to go to Yankee stadium I want to go to Rucker Park and uh, play a little, you know, pickup game at Rucker Park. Uh, I would probably get, you know, like booed off the court. But You want to actually play in a game yes. at Rucker Park. Yeah. I mean, I still get up and down the court, you know, as an old man. So I would, I right. would love to play a game at Rucker Park. I want to be the guy sitting there with my phone on the sidelines when you do that. <laughs> my camera up <laughs> booing me <laughs> all right well that's good stuff uh so chad will be at the midway permian game dj going to la vega conley we, we didn't really break down that matchup but i think it's going to be a fun one um la vega has kind of had their number like sort of historically i think in football conley almost views la vega as sort of like the big brother I think it's a psychological thing that they've got to get past. But La Vega is Conley's Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. It's not that way in other sports. I mean, in basketball, mm. it's usually flipped. Conley usually has La Vega's number. Uh, but I, if they can get past that, 
and and beat Lavea. I mean, I think that would be huge for Conley's confidence. We'll see. I know the kids are excited uh, talking to some of the players yesterday with the last year's game not happening. They're they're real. They're they're ready for it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, we'll see you guys at the games, and thanks for joining us.